Welcome to the Homeschool Show, dedicated to viewing home education and all aspects of life through the prism of God's Word. Thousands of families are experiencing the educational freedoms and challenges of teaching their own children at home. Now here's your host, veteran teacher, homeschooling dad, author, speaker, award-winning film producer, and president of Piedmont Education Services, Greg Munger. Well, welcome to the Homeschool Show. I'm glad you're with us today. I'm Greg Munger, your host here on the Homeschool Show, where we talk about home education and along the way, look at all of life through the prism of God's Word. Don't forget, if you ever want to contact us, listen to our previous shows, a podcast or whatever, ask a question, you can do so on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. Just type in that full name, thehomeschoolshow.net. The months of April, May, and June are conference, homeschool conference months, and we're going to be highlighting some of the homeschool conferences, the major conferences here in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia today and the next few uh, programs. So I hope you'll be with us. Today we want to highlight the homeschool conference in North Carolina from North Carolinians for Home Education. The NCHE, as it's called, is hosting the 27th annual conference and book fair. That's going to be Saturday excuse me, actually Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, May 26th and 28th at the M.C. Benton Convention Center in Winston-Salem. If you need more information about the conference, you can always go to their website, nche.com, and we'll have that on our website, thehomeschoolshow.net. The one reason we're focusing on these homeschool show, here on the homeschool show, we're focusing on these uh, conferences, is that a conference is not just a place to go to get uh, books and supplies and all that kind of thing, but uh, it's actually a life-changing experience, not just a conference or a meeting place. It's a place where you can get encouragement, you can get how-to information, you can get motivation, and you can meet up with other people that are going to the conference. At the NCHE conference, again held May 26th through 28th at the Benton Convention Center, downtown Winston-Salem, there's going to be uh, workshops, many, many great speakers. There will be, of course, a complete book fair with hundreds of vendors. There is so much to look at and to do. There are vendor workshops and all kinds of other activities for teens and adults and alumni. Uh, there's going to be an NCHE talent showcase. Some of the young people, homeschoolers, putting on a program. I think that's on Friday evening. But if you need more information, go to nche.com. And what we're going to do today is we're going to interview some people who have been to the homeschool conference and uh, see how they have enjoyed it. So sit back and listen to these good interviews here on the homeschool show. We're here today at the NCHE conference with, with uh, Walt and Sandy Goforth. Uh, let's see, what city? Boone, North Carolina, you folks are from. And... Uh, I wanted to let you know that you folks were instrumental in my wife and I getting into homeschooling some nine years ago. You all are pioneers in homeschooling. How long have you been teaching home? Thirteen years. Thirteen years. My goodness. Are all your kids gone? You still got some at home, Walt? Uh, we still we have four children and we're graduating our first this year. She's been homeschooled since uh, kindergarten and uh, then we have a 16-year-old and he's turned 17 next month, and, um, and we have a six-year-old and a five-year-old. Uh, I got your quiver full, as my wife often says. Well, I wanted to say thank you for what you did in telling us about homeschooling, and uh, appreciate you coming and speaking again to these folk here. 
19 years ago, that's a lot of uh, water under the bridge, as they say. How did you get started, Sandy? Well, it was by hearing about homeschooling on the radio, Dr. Dobson interviewing the Moors, mm -hmm. uh, officially. Unofficially, I had a friend <laughs> who was a fellow teacher who had read the Moors book and had decided to do kindergarten at home. So um, I had already retired from teaching in regular class, the regular classroom and uh, was getting ready to send my little kindergartner off. And it was just um, finding out that this, this other alternative existed yeah. and studying it. And we decided this is what we needed to do. Walt, were you in favor of that uh, when you first heard about it, or was it something sort of silly or crazy? <laughs> well, she was afraid to ask me about it oh. for about six months because she thought I'd think she was out of her mind. But uh, <laughs> uh, when she asked me about it, I said, you know, that sounds like it makes a lot of sense. And I said, let's talk about it. Let's see what, you know, let's talk further. And uh, so we talked about it, and I said, let's do it. And uh, so we... Start, and when we started, it was illegal. Uh, so we had to figure out how we could do it legally because we didn't want to break the law. Right. And uh, we ended up having to form uh, an actual private school. And so we had a private school with another family because you had to have someone outside of your family in a school for it to be technically a private school that wasn't just a home school, yeah. so to speak. So uh, we, we formed this with another family, a little school, and, and started. Uh, we don't know what we're doing, but <laughs> we, we well, now 19 years later, it is indeed legal. In fact, I think weren't you all instrumental in getting the current law at least passed or formulated? I remember Herman Logan and you yeah. and uh, some others of us. Yeah, there were several of us that uh, went to Raleigh, and we didn't know anything about uh, politics. We didn't know how you got laws passed or any of that. <laughs> so we just went to Raleigh and took our families, and we'd go talk to our legislators and say, hey, we'd like to be able to teach at home, but the way the law is set up, it makes it very complicated to do that. And uh, it was new. Uh, they didn't know what we were talking about at first, and then so they had to be educated. So that was the first process, was getting ed them educated uh, on what we were wanting to do. And then uh, as time went on, more and more were favored it because of the teacher-pupil ratio being low in a family, you know, one or two children. And so it gave you an advantage, definite advantage. So uh, uh, we started to find a few uh, people that were in favor of it a lot of them well some of them wanted to thought we were crazy you know and uh so it started to develop and come together and more and more people uh, started to go to raleigh and talk and and uh they could see we were normal real people not you know some <laughs> real strange you know types so uh got the law passed and uh and today we have one of the best laws in the nation here in north carolina Sandy, how have you found that uh, 19 years of teaching, uh, you've changed a lot from kindergarten to first grade, elementary, junior high, high school? Speak about uh, how is that, how have you done with changing so much and learning so much, so many different types of things to, to teach at home? Well, we've tried a lot. We've tried everything. And uh, back then there weren't very many choices. 
but there were enough to befuddle me. <laughs> and uh, we, so we did experiment with several different curriculums. And we've just taken it one year at a time. And each year and we've tried different things. They were trial and error involved. I mean, you know, we would try some things and they didn't work. Right. And uh, we sort of, at first, kind of tried to duplicate the classroom. And that's not really the best way to do it, but we didn't know. And so we, we got away from that more and more and started uh, really, really teaching our children about life. Yes. And uh, the schools have gotten away from that some. And um, we felt like that's what we wanted. We wanted our values in our children. And we felt like the way the school system set up with taking prayer out and taking out Bibles and that sort of thing, that uh, it made it difficult for our values to be instilled in our children at school. As a matter of fact, it seemed at times to go against our, where, yeah, where we stood. So um, this was a sure way to, to get the values that you feel are important into your children is to teach them. Well, what about the matter of socialization? Now, raising, raising uh, four children from 19 years and various activities and so on, are they well, well-rounded? Uh, are they hermits or, <laughs> or just what? That was never a problem. We had no. two children that were extremely social, and the uh, the concerns were just not founded. And it was it has been great all these years just to tell people that that was not that that was not an issue that we were. Um, surrounded by friends at church, we were surrounded by relatives, and we were surrounded by uh, other homeschoolers as the years went by, and socialization has been wonderful. We have been able to avoid the negative socialization yes. that is all out there. But um, we had two more come along. We had a 10-year break, and we had two more, and we found out that they don't have a socialization problem either. So Greg, there's two sides to socialization. You've got positive socialization and negative socialization. And uh, we found that so much of the peer socialization uh, seemed to be outweighed to the negative side quite often. And uh, you, you leave a bunch of kids just to themselves without a positive role model uh, to go by. And um, it, it, the negative factor can override the positive. And so, we felt good about socialization. We feel like our children are very able to communicate to anyone, adults, children. They don't mind That's if a right. child's younger than they are. They, they'll have a ball playing with them. My son's 16, has lots of friends who are 10, 12, 14, you know, and that's just not normal in the peer socialization where they, they got their little group and you don't get outside that group because it's not acceptable. And that's not the case. And I, I just think the socialization, uh, homeschooling, can bring about some fantastic socialization. Actually better. We found the same thing in our family. And um, especially with loving mom and dad, they're giving positive feedback and all of that. Well, what about the conference? You've been here, you've been uh, leadership in the conference, NCHE, and uh, how have you found this helpful, this coming to this, uh, what's the theme here, sharpening the saw? Yeah. How's that been helpful, especially to you, Sandy, as a mom? Oh, 
as a mom. It's so encouraging. Uh, the speakers have been encouraging, just knowing that um, there's so many of us having the same struggles. We're not alone, and that there are so many uh, resources for help, and uh, more books than you can ever read, and, and that you really can do it without them even. <laughs> it's just wonderful to know that uh, that we can love our children and study our children and give them what they need because uh, we have because they're ours. God's given them to us. Indeed. And we can give them our time and ourselves. Indeed, training up a child in the way he should go. Well, mm -hmm. the conference has just grown. The book fair, uh, I mean, you can get a full curriculum mm -hmm. of various different types all the way around in the book fair. There's a hundred vendors down there that have things that you can use to educate. Uh, it's just, uh, it's grown, and I think homeschooling is going to grow, and uh, the, the conference is a key factor. Makes makes oh, so yeah. many things available to you, and the training, the classes, is, is phenomenal. That's great. It really is good, and with, uh, what, th over 3,000 new homeschools this year in North Carolina, and some total 8,500 or something like 80, yeah, uh, 8,500? Approaching 10,000, I think. Uh, that, uh, something like that. Uh, it's really quite growing, and I know the conferences can be a great, great help. You're listening to The Homeschool Show today, where we're interviewing some people who have been to the homeschool conference, the NCHE conference, which is coming up May 26th to 28th at the MC Benton Convention Center, downtown Winston-Salem. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back here on The Homeschool Show. Welcome back to The Homeschool Show. Don't forget, if you ever want to contact us, listen to our previous podcasts, or ask a question, you can do so at the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. Today, we are highlighting the NCHE conference coming up Thursday through Saturday, May 26th to 28th at the Benton Convention Center, downtown Winston-Salem. It's a life-changing experience, not just a conference. We're going to hear from uh, the Morales family next on their experience of the homeschool conference. Listen in. Hope you enjoy it. We're here at the conference with uh, Ruben and Judy Morales, homeschooling family. And I thank you very much for coming and being with us. I wanted to ask you, uh, how is the conference going? Anything particular that you've enjoyed, Judy? Oh, yes. I love coming here. I think I like the socialization that I get here at the conference, seeing a lot of the friends and uh, listening to as many speakers as I can squeeze in. There are a lot of things to squeeze in here, activities all Friday and all day Saturday. Ruben, how about yourself? Oh, I'm enjoying myself. I've met a lot of new faces, a lot of new people. and. I really enjoying uh, some of the workshops that I've attended. Real good, especially the one on TV. I think it it's made my uh, my thoughts a little bit more uh, more direct in in that area about TV watching. Uh, TV, as far as how to control it and maintain it with your family and what's uh, good and what's bad. That, but maybe not get one because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one. I don't think I want to get one even for the Olympic game. <laughs> All right. Well. Anything else, which are particularly uh, as far as homeschooling as a family that you found here, Judy? Um. I felt that I got more encouragement this time uh, to to not give up, to uh, persevere. We've had a lot of um, activities in our home and demands that have taken away from what I would call a regular schedule. Mm -hmm. 
and um, I enjoyed hearing the <clears throat> Mary Hood speak on the relaxed home school and I made a comment that with having a baby and being in the hospital and then moving that I feel like we've been more than relaxed but maybe a little unconscious <laughs> and so I uh, want very much to get back on track and, and coming here has helped me to you know see that I really do want to go through with that. That's the theme of the uh, conference this year, sharpening your saw. You feel like yours has been sharpened? Very much so, yeah. A lot of purposes are being established in my heart as I see, see um, other homeschoolers and listen to folk like David Quine speaking on having a biblical God view of, um, of education. And I want very much to have this in our home, and I know Rube does too. Well, very good. Do you find time as a dad that this, uh, things that you've learned here might help you to be a better homeschool dad? Oh, definitely. In fact, um, I attended the um, How Great Thou Art art workshop, oh, yes. and it was excellent. It, it sort of gives me an idea of, uh, I believe the Lord has gifted me with, with mm -hmm. art and you know painting and things like that, and, and I haven't really saw a way to use it in the, in the homeschooling situation on an on a organized basis, and this really gave me some, some input on how to establish something like that that'll help my children. And you can use that at home with your own kids. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find that um, the socialization is a big problem in your home? You mentioned you've had uh, more things this year to uh, disrupt that. Uh, do you feel like you're kind of off to yourselves too much or do you get, is that important, is that a problem? It hasn't been for our family. I think because we're together all the time, once in a while the older ones, the adolescents will comment that we don't ever go anywhere. But I feel like we have enough socialization in our home just with among the children we have five but also with the activities with the homeschool support group and with um, our church group and and uh, for instance our daughter is here at the conference and is, we haven't seen her very much she's just off running around and attending conferences and workshops on her own yes. and I feel that that's, that's really excellent. important yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that I've seen your daughter a couple of times uh, coming and going uh, with her friends and so on so they get plenty of time to do those kind of things no problem. No problem at all. I'm not worried about socialization at all. No. They in fact, get plenty of it. There's a lot of socialization that we are happy to avoid. Yes, I've heard other homeschool families say that, and we've experienced the same. A lot of things that you uh, eliminate, a lot of problems you cut off before they actually begin. Exactly. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> I diddled with you. Did <laughs> I <laughs> with me? Well, uh, tell me one more thing about how you got started in homeschooling. Uh, you are here. Is this your first year? Not your first year. No. no. As far as homeschooling, we've been schooling about 10 years. And uh, actually, we started because I had taught first grade um, in a private school. And then I thought, well, I ought to be able to teach my children first grade. And that went from year to year to where it's now become a conviction that we want to homeschool our own children. And just because I taught first grade doesn't mean I know everything, but I'm learning with the children. And we're uh, growing and learning together. And, and it's been far more enriching that way than uh, if we had taken all the courses to, to know everything that our children are going to learn. And it seems as you grow each year, you don't, you don't learn it or know it when you first begin, but you actually go, go year by year. It is a family thing, isn't it? The educational process is a learning family. Really. Family thing. And you find, uh, Ruben, as a dad, you're able to lead that pro progression or that uh, procession? Well, as much as I'm able to, I have to work, you know, eight, eight sometimes ten, eight to ten hours a, a day, so it's very difficult. But uh, the input that I do give uh, during the regular hours I'm there, are, I think they're vital, even though they may not be opening up a book, but just my, they learn by my character, my walk. And I hope that, that that's my way of teaching to some degree, even though I like to be more involved as a, 
you know, in a teaching basis. Yes, in teaching day-to-day, -day. Judy? Oh, I was thinking that when he comes home, he's already a good answer to our day, just to have that breakup and have him come home and, and have the children share with him what they've been doing all that day. Yeah. Well, that's very good. May the Lord bless you, and thank you for thank you. being with us. Well, that's all we have time for today here on The Homeschool Show. I want to thank the Morales family and the Goforths for their interview of talking about the NCHE conference. Don't forget, that's coming up May 26th to 28th at the Benton Convention Center in downtown Winston-Salem. You can go to the nche.com website to find out more information and to register for that. Don't forget, you can always visit us on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. Read our blog, listen to the podcast, ask an expert. Join us next time, would you please, as we again look at home education and all of life through the prism of God's Word, here on The Homeschool Show.